Do you have the gun? Why, well, I haven't seen it in over a year. I'd like you to look for the gun. If you find it, don't touch it. There may be prints. Just call me. We'll look for it, says Todd. The next point, I say, an alibi. We need more information on your whereabouts the day of the killing. Talia's getting a little testy on this. As I've said, I was down in Vacaville looking at property. I didn't get home until around ten. The police were here at the house waiting for me when I arrived. There are knowing looks exchanged here between Talia and Todd. It's just not good enough, I say. I'm sorry, she says. We could try to cut a deal with the DA, I say. No one has yet dared to discuss the possibilities of a plea bargain with Talia. You aren't serious. Todd is incredulous. I couldn't be more serious. We're looking at the gas chamber, I say. I can tell by the look on Talia's face that this thought is now beginning to finally settle on her. I know what Cheatham's been telling you, I say. A lot of pixie dust and happy thoughts. I've checked him out. He wins one in ten, publicizes the shit out of it. Her expression turns hard. The chances of beating this thing in the preliminary are slim and none. I've seen their best evidence. If you want my assessment, you will be bound over for trial on a charge of first-degree murder. I didn't do it, she says. It pains me to say this, but that doesn't matter. The evidence says you did. Could they convict me, she asks. I don't give an answer except for a slight tilt of my head. Both of them are astounded. Paul, what are my chances, she says. I say, if I had to guess right now, no better than 50-50. She thinks for a moment. There won't be any deals, she says. If I'm going down, I'm going down fighting. She rises from the couch and leaves. I stand near the door with Todd. Tell me something. Where were you the day Ben was killed? This brings a flush to his cheeks. Direct, aren't we? I don't have much choice. You do understand the perilous position you're in, I say. Me, he says. You're here in this house. The cops are looking for an accomplice. Someone strong enough to have helped Talia with the body. Right now you look real convenient. You could use a little more discretion, I say. Perhaps, he says. Where were you the day Ben was killed? At the club, he says, playing tennis. I had dinner there with friends. You can check it out. Good night. We are now four days to the preliminary hearing. I've tracked Cheatham, trying to prep him on the evidence. He waves me off. I finally corner him. We should start preparing for trial, I say. How do you want to handle it? Why don't we wait until after the preliminary hearing before we start talking trial, he says. I say, if you've got a magic bullet, something that's going to end this thing in the prelim, let me in on it now. You're entirely too pessimistic, he says. I think we have a chance here. The man's a dreamer. We have a few things going for us, he says. Like what? Like how a woman overpowers a much larger, stronger man, even an older man of Potter's age. Why, she would use a shotgun. You've got to admit this is not a woman's weapon. The cops are operating on the theory that she was helped, I say. I tell him about our theory of a second shot. When I am finished, he pauses for a moment before speaking. So, you want to open negotiations for a plea bargain? If we have to cut a deal, we do it after the prelim. I think we should see what they've got 
and how their witnesses hold up under cross-examination. Treat the prelim as more discovery, an opportunity to depose their witnesses. There's a moment of dead silence. I would have thought Tony would have talked to you by now, he says. About what? About who's going to try the case. What are you talking about? I'm afraid I'm no longer available, he says. I have a calendar conflict. Swell. Talia and I, each in our own way, have been had.